you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony Dow, and welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. As with every episode, we start with this one saying that the intended audience for this episode are newcomers to pharmacy informatics or even those that are working in the field now. And today's topic is going to be about fact-finding, which is something that I have to remind myself sometimes during the course of a project when there are some unanswered questions. So fact-finding is basically what it sounds like. It's when you are trying to find facts. Typically, when you are in the beginning phases of starting a new pharmacy informatics or technology project, you will need to do some fact-finding. So there are some different situations that will dictate how much fact-finding is needed. So for example, let's say you are currently an informatics pharmacist that has never worked in the pharmacy workflow before, but you are in charge of implementing a new technology to help with maybe medication packaging. The level of fact-finding that you will need to perform will be more involved than, say, if you were formerly an inpatient pharmacist within the workflow and then move on into a role of an informatics pharmacist. The amount of fact-finding depends on, you know, somewhat of your experience and with that said workflow and said project. It's important to factor in the amount of time that it takes for fact-finding and because in project plans, this can actually surmount to a lot of time. I've seen that sometimes it gets underestimated and causes the project to drag longer because of unanswered questions. And fact-finding can take from hours to days to weeks, depending on the complexity of the project. But how do you fact-find? Where do you even start? So when I do fact-finding, uh, I usually go through you know, org charts, interviewing the staff, reviewing current workflows and documentation, and gathering uh, information from surveys. So let's go over each of those. So in analyzing org charts, so an org chart or organization chart, it's a chart that tells you how the management and operations for the department is and how it's laid out. I like to look at the org chart if I don't know the structure of the department that I'm going to be working with. You may be thinking, but Tony, pharmacy department's always the same. Shouldn't you know it by now? Well, yes, I do. And I know the pharmacy department. I do know that very well. But, you know, sometimes projects extend beyond the pharmacy department into areas like, I don't know, like psychiatric nursing or oncology department. So understanding the org chart for these areas helps me identify who I can then go to for questions and interviews. So next thing is interview staff. So interviewing the staff and parties that are involved with the workflow, it may sound easy, but it's still important to keep a structure. I would first identify who I need to interview, then we would establish what questions we want answered and what objectives we are aiming to achieve. It's also highly important to have a note taker in the interview. So, you know, if I'm with a team that is conducting the interview, then we take turns on taking notes for the interview if necessary. And after interviewing, we reveal the information and reconcile it into a draft workflow of what the interviewees have told us. And next thing is reviewing current workflows and documentation. So if there are already policies and procedures available for review, then we should review it. Documentation helps a lot since it's already what is expected of the workflow. However, what is also nice during this step is sometimes we end up capturing some inconsistencies between the expected workflow versus what is really going on in the workflow based on the interviews. So it's really important to reconcile these before we continue with the project since there may be confusion on how the project will impact workflow if there's already confusion on what the workflow is supposed to be. And then the next thing is survey. So, you know, finally, interviews are just one method of getting information from workflow individuals. So we also want to conduct surveys. The surveys could have questions that match the interview, but we also are given the opportunity to put scaling parameters on the survey since it's a little bit more, you know, visual, like a scale of one to 10 and things like that. 
So in addition, people may not be so keen on being interviewed or they may not even have the time to be interviewed. So the survey allows them to complete it on their own time and it provides us the information already in a format that we can easily analyze. So those are just some of the things to keep in mind for fact finding that I do. And if you feel like uh, I may have missed something, then please let me know. Um, otherwise, I really hope that this episode was informative for you because I really think sometimes this step gets really overlooked. All right. If you like our show, please share with your friends or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Select group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there. And I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. And remember, technology is a tool. Patient care is the goal.